Good afternoon. I apologize for the uh, <clears throat> break. Um, it is crazy. Um, life is crazy. Life is, you know, just sliding back from the Chagim of Tishrei into the regular life is not so simple. Um, so I apologize for the holdup. But uh, yeah, let's get back into it, uh, depending on how much, how much time know how much there is to say, how much I have to say today, you know, uh, we might be able to finish the story, it's not a very long story. So we are going on in the story of this, the son of the king who is made of precious stones, today is Kafei, the 25th of Tishrei, um, the 19th of October, 20th of October, 21st, 20th of October, I believe. Goes like this. It says, "All right, so we're, we're so there was the king. Didn't have kids. He went to doctors. Went to magicians. Went to the Jews. Got a tzaddik to daven for him. The tzaddik davens, and he gets a daughter. Daughter's great. She's beautiful, talented. Yada yada yada. But he still wants a son. Goes back to the Jews. They get another tzaddik. Tzaddik davens for him, and he says, "I can make you. I can get you pregnant, but you have to." Um, bring me all the precious stones, and then he takes all the precious stones, and he grinds them up, and he gives it in a cup for the king and queen to drink. And they drink, and they have a son. Oh, and he says that the son will be made entirely of precious stones, and he will have the abilities of all of these precious stones. So the son of the king is born, he's wonderful and beautiful, yada yada, and his sister's very jealous, and her only comfort is that her brother is not actually made of precious stones like he'd been promised. Okay, going on. Pa'am achad, it happened one time, Hayab ben Melech mechatech etim, the son of the king was cutting wood, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why the son of the king would be cutting wood, whatever. It says, v'nikaf be'etzba'o. Uh, and he nikaf his finger. What is nikaf? So I went to, I went to my favorite parish on Torah, which is the Jastro, Marcus Jastro of Blessed Memory. And Nikaf, Nikaf means wounded, right? But the phrase Nikaf Ba'etzba'o, he, he brings there in the Jastro, it's a reference to um, where we Mesechet Chulin 7b. And it says, Amar of Chanina, Ein Adam Nukaf Be'etzba'o Milamata, Elim Kim Achrizin Alav Milamala, Shinamar Meshem Tzadeh Gaver Konenu. Okay. Eve Adam Mayavin Darko. Okay, so the idea that, first of all, because I figured that's a funny word, Nikaf. What does that mean, Nikaf? Why not say, Nikai got hit, or there's all you know. There's several words for hit, damage, wounded, whatever. Nifza, uh, whatever. Um, so what does it mean? It says Amar Rav Chanina. Rav Chanina says, "Ain Adam no etzbao." Right, same lesson as in our story. A person's finger would not be damaged milamata down here in this world. Elaim Cain. Unless machrizin alav milamala, unless they decree it, they they it's decreed in heaven. Shnemar, as it says, from Tehilim, may Hashem mitzade gaver konenu from from uh, from Hashem are the steps of man uh, prepared. 
right? That Hashem sends us on our way. The where where we go, the things that happen to us, Hashem uh, decrees it, prepares it, makes it happen. And it also says, and this is where to heal him, I think. Right. It says in so in Mishle, this Pasuk, it's brought here in this edition, it says, Meshem Right, the steps of man are prepared by Hashem. Oh no, excuse me. Ma is from Tehillim. And then Ma Darko is from Mishle. Right, so in Tehillim it says that the steps of man are prepared by God, and in Mishle it says that from God are the steps of man. And a person what does he understand of his path? Right, so that is to say, and I think that this, this speaks to, uh, at depth, to really the, the, the meaning of this story, one of the meanings, right? There's, the, the, it says, the, in the Rimze Maisios, in the edition, there's an edition of Sipor Maisios, which has all kinds of uh, Kabbalistic sort of hints in the back. And uh, he says there that this story is a reference to, I think, the 72-letter name of God. I don't know. So, once again, as we said before, there's obviously a lot, a lot, a lot going on in the story. Uh, right? I've read this story, you know, uh, I don't know, 50 times, 30 times. And I never thought to look up this word Nikaf, right? And here we are in Nikaf Betzba. It's a direct reference to a Gemara. And in that Gemara, it says, we don't know God... God sends us on our way. God plans our footsteps, and we don't even know the way, right? We're we're just we're just kind of bumping through this world, and Hashem is making everything happen, right? And we don't understand, right? What looks to me like a petza, like a wound, today, right? And it might take some time. Maybe it's going to take a month. Maybe it's going to take a year. Maybe it's going to take ten years. But eventually, that thing which looked like a wound could end up becoming a uh, a great asset to me, right? And that's exactly what happens in this story. So he wounds his finger, like it says in the Gemara. So her, the the daughter of the queen, right? So he's the Ben Melech and she's the Bat Malka. Why? I don't know. But she runs and she goes to bandage his finger. And she sees there a precious stone. I'm assuming that means inside of the wound he had in his hand, right? She sees inside his hand and it's a precious stone. And she became very jealous and she made herself sick. And many doctors came. Right, many doctors came, and they couldn't heal her. Why couldn't they heal her? Because she herself made herself sick. So th- this this feels like a very um, modern sort of affliction, right? There's this this idea that Rav Nachman uh, lived 150 years before his time, right? Which is to say that his Torah was really for for our days, for our time, for the time of the in gathering of the exiles the time of uh, the Geula, right? And because he made himself sick, and the, the, the girl, she made herself sick, and so none of the doctors could heal her, right? And this is, we see in our Biyamenu, right? People eat themselves into sickness. They, they 
they sit themselves into sickness, they uh, video game themselves into sickness, they, they TV themselves into... We do all kinds of things. We have, we have very unhealthy lifestyles here in the West. And we get very sick, right? We make ourselves... We're not... We're, you know, when Rav Nachman was, was alive, people died very young. No one died... You know, people didn't get depressed, right? Their lives were hard. You know, I'm sure they, they, they dealt with Cossacks and, you know, the women dying in childbirth and children dying in childbirth, Shalonida, and terrible decrees and droughts and floods. And I'm not, you know, I'm not looking with rose-colored glasses at, you know, pre-modern life before running water, you know, uh, uh, antibiotics and, uh, and, you know, electric lights. I'm not doing that. What I am saying is that this idea of making oneself sick is a phenomenon that we see around us all the time. Maybe we ourselves are making ourselves sick, right? Um, and doctors don't work, and they couldn't help her. They couldn't make for a, a, a refua. Why? Because it will, it will go on, So she calls a witch doctor. They called a witch. They called a witches. And there was one Mechashef, one wizard amongst them, Vigiltalo Haimet, and she told him the truth. What did, what's the truth? What did she say? Shehi asta atzma chola. She made herself sick. Vashala oto im yuchala sot kishuf ladam shiyem etzera. And she asks, she asks him if he has the ability to do a magic that would make a person uh, a metzera, leprous. Right? So. This is this this feels to me a little bit like the idea that, right? We see all these commercials for for medicines. It's ask your doctor about you know, you know Paxarudulu, you know, pa, you know, my my Nucredu. I don't know the names of medicines. Thank God, you know the ask your doctor about the right because I've made myself sick, so I can heal myself. Right, I made myself sick by partaking in this unhealthy society we live in, so I can heal myself by by taking some kind of chemical, right? Because the real healing isn't going to come from a doctor, and it's not going to come from a mechashef, from a wizard, right? And what do the wizards do? They took they took uh, chemicals and they made potions and uh, promised miracles, right? Much like the uh, you know, what we call doctors today. Um, right? But really, the only way I can heal myself is to heal myself, right? Change my diet, start praying, get out of the house, get some exercise, read some books, right? Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Got to pray a lot. Um, so we see she's got, a, she's got a modern sort of problem. She's made herself sick. So what does she think the answer is? Right? She made herself sick because she's so jealous and she's so angry. And what does she do? Because she's an unhealthy person. Same thing I do. I have a problem. I'm going to attack the external thing. I don't want to fix myself. I don't want to say, well, I'm sick because I'm, I'm jealous. Right? I was the cat's meow and the apple of my father's eye. And, and the king of France came to, to hear me play violin when I was four years old. Right? And now I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Tito Jackson. Right, I'm Jermaine Jackson. No one cares about me, because um, my younger brother, who's who's way more talented than me, he's taking all my spotlight. Right, so maybe I should 
work on my humility. Maybe I should I should try and become a better person. Maybe I should volunteer for a charity organization, right? She's the daughter of a queen. She can, you know, open up an orphanage, whatever. She doesn't do that. She says, I'm going to attack this thing outside of me, which is bothering me, and then I won't be sick anymore. No, 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 no. She'll still be sick. She'll just find something else to bother her. She'll find something else because the sickness isn't from the outside. Her sickness is from the inside. She's done it to herself, right? So she finds a placebo. Oh, I'll definitely feel better if I can hurt my brother because he's bothering me, right? This is how spiritually sick people work. They don't know how to fix themselves in the mess they've put themselves in, so they put their problems on someone or something else. So she says to this magician, can you fix me? Can you make a magic and make someone into a leper? Amar, and he says, yes, hen. Amar lo, so she says to him, Ulai yivakesh mechashef shivatelikishuf v'yizrape. And what happens if if uh, the person I want to curse brings in a, a another wizard to heal him? Then what happens? Amar machashef, so the wizard says, im yashlicho kishuf alamayim. If the, the, the magic amulet, I guess, or whatever, the magic curse, gets thrown into the water, lo yuchalu levatel od, it can't be cancelled, it's forever. As long as it's in the water, it's forever. Ve'astaken ve'hishlicha hakishuv alamayim. And she did so, and they threw, and then she threw the magic, you know, curse into the water. Ve'nasah ha'ben melech metsoyrem od. So the son of the king became uh, leprous indeed. Al-Chotmo Tzara'at, on his nose there was leprosy, Valpanav and on his face, al Shargufo, and on the rest of his body. Now my question is, why does it say, it says on his nose there was Tzara'at, and on his face, and on the rest of his body, right? It could have just said, he, had, he was, he was uh, Mitzayra, he had Tzara'at. It could have said, he had Tzara'at on his whole body, it could have said he had Tzara'at on his face and on his body, it could have, but why... Is it necessary, there's so many words here, to say on his nose there was Tsaras, and on his face, and on the rest of his body, right? Uh, I don't really have an answer. Um, just a question, right? Why is, why does it need to specify his nose, right? Uh, I don't know. Va'asaka melech b'mechashvim v'lo ho'ilu. And the king... He was dealing with doctors. He called him the doctor. He said, Doctor, is this something I can take? Doctor, to fix his belly ache. Um, I get, but maybe he told him to put a lime in the coconut, drink it all up. So, what does the king do? Any kid, good king, he's Gazar, Aliyudim, she's Palu. So, he goes back to the Jews and he says, Yeah, you got a daven for me for my son, Uvikshu at Tzadik Hanal. He says, Bring me the Tzadik Hanal. As mentioned above, so they brought him to the king. Right, so a little bit, a little bit about this tzaddik. What was his deal? He was always davening to Hashem is Baruch. Right? Why was he davening to to Hashem? What was he saying? He was davening because the who he had promised. That the son of the king would be made of precious stones completely, but it wasn't so. And what he, he spoke to Hashem and he said, 
did I do this for my honor? Did I make a miraculous baby for the king for my honor? Lo, asiti ki im bishvil kvodecha. No, I only did this except for you, God. I did it for your kavod, right? I gave, I, I gave the, 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 the king and queen a child for you so that they would say, oh, those Jews, love those Jews. But now, didn't happen like I said. And the king said, and the tzaddik went to the king. He was davening, it didn't work. Right? And it didn't work. Right? The tzaddik daven, he went back to the king, he said, it doesn't work. Why can't, why don't my prayers work? Because there's some kind of magic in the way. But it says, And this tzaddik was even greater than all the magicians, all the, all the magics. And the tzaddik came to the king and he told him it was magic. Right? And the, the, he said, the tzaddik, who is very great, goes to the king and says that this is indeed some kind of magic which had been thrown into the water. Right? And the and there's no way to fix the, the your son except that they should send the mechashef, the sorcerer, that did this kishuv into the water. Right? So something I want to point out, right, Rav Nachman says explicitly, he says that the tzaddik was greater than all of the hakshafim, um, all of the magics, right? But still he couldn't fix it, right? And I think that Rav Nachman is explaining a, a, uh, a, an aspect of the forces of good, the way God, the way Hashem created the universe, right? That Hashem's greatness isn't measured by, by, by results, Hashem's greatness isn't measured because, um, you know, everything goes right, right? The Lubavitcher Rebbe didn't have children. Rav Nachman died at 38. You know, uh, the Chavetz Chaim lived in complete poverty, right? You know, millions of stories, the suffering of the righteous, and we see that the righteous don't have uh, simple lives. And... Right, you'd think, right, if God's so good, right, this is, the, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu says about Rabbi Kiva, Zotor, Zoschera, right? This is the, the greatest man of the generation. He's being tortured like this by the Romans, right? And of course, of course, famously, Hashem says, Shtok, Kacha, Allah, Bemachshavti, be quiet. This is, what, this is how, it, how it went through my thoughts. Forgive me if I'm misquoting that, right? But that Hashem has a plan. And the plan isn't necessarily that, that uh, you know, Atzadik is just the superhero that kicks in the door and, you know, uh, throws out the bad guys and, and, you know, and we all march off happily into, into the, the, the future, right? That's not how it works, right? The Tzadik can be greater than the forces around him, but that doesn't mean he can necessarily just, you know, snap his fingers and vanquish them, Right? So he says to the king, so the king says back to him, Amar HaMelech, All right, I'll bring you all of the wizards and you will throw them in the water. Right, we're going to go on a, on a hunt for wizards. Throw them all in the water. 
and that will heal my son. Venisiara Habat Malka. So the, the Bat Malka, the sister that caused all of this headache, she became afraid. And she ran to the water to take the Kishuf out of the water. Because she knew where this magic curse had been placed. And she fell into the water. And there was a great uh, tumult, as they say in Yiddish, that the Bat Melech Nafla El Hamayim. So she, she, up until this point, she'd been called the Bat Malka. Now she's the Bat Melech. Maybe we call her the Bat Melech because she, she did Shuvah, she go up a level, I don't know. Uva Hatzadik Hanal, the Tzadik came, Vamar Lehemsha, Ben Melech Yitrapeh. So immediately, upon her falling in the water, the Tzadik comes back and says, Your son has been healed. It's a miracle. Venit Rapeh, and he was healed. Venit Yabesh Hatzarat, Venafal, Veniklaf Kol Haor Nimenu. Right? So the, the Tzadik comes and says, The boy's been healed, and he was healed. And his skin dried. Venit Yabesh Hatzarat, and the, all the, the lepr- leprosy dried up. Venafal, and it fell off. Veniklaf Kol Haor, and his skin peeled off. Nimenu? Kol Or Nimenu? Venasa me Avanim Tovot Kulo. And he was indeed made completely of precious stones. And he had all the powers of all the precious stones. Or parentheses. This means that after his skin peeled off, then it is revealed and is seen that the son of the king is completely made of precious stones. That Sadiq was right. Oh my gosh. So what does that tell us? Right, this, I think, goes back to this bit of Gemara that, that uh, Rav Nachman references here. Right, a person gets damaged down here. It's only because it's decreed above. Right, because the fact that he got cut, if he hadn't gotten cut, maybe we would never know that he was cool of precious stones. He was totally made of precious stones. But he cut his hand. His sister saw. She got jealous. She made herself depressed. She went on Prozac didn't work. She went to, to, she made a voodoo doll to try and hurt her brother, right? And then eventually, once, once, and then the tzaddik comes in. Tzaddik says, I can tell you what the problem is, but I can't fix it. But once he came in and identified the problem, the problem solved itself, right? Because his sister, who was the source of all the problems, right? She got worried. She got scared. Right? What was she scared of? Was she scared of getting caught? I don't know. Maybe she was scared of the tzaddik. Maybe she thought the tzaddik would, would write her out. I don't know. Right? But we see the tzaddik, he's praying because his decree didn't seem to come true. The sun didn't seem to be made of precious stones. And he only identifies the problem. can't fix it. Right? And then once she is mitcharet, she becomes afraid, right? And she goes, she goes herself to fix the thing, to fix the curse. She falls in the water. She's embarrassed. She is defeated, right? And then her brother's healed, 
And then upon him being healed, he doesn't come back <clears throat> the same as he was. He comes back better than he was. He finds out he's really made of precious stones, right? This is what was going on under the surface the whole time. He really was this magical, glowing being with many special powers, right? He was just covered up by all the, the regular skin, by regular life, by ordinary events, right? So I think that the message I want to take out of this, right, is that we're all made of precious stones, right? What does the Balatani say? Balatani says the Kloyz, that we have a chelik elokami mal, that Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, we have a piece of God, we have a, a true chelik elokami mal mamish, we truly have a piece of God within us, right? We have a piece of the infinite inside of us. Right? We are made of precious stones. We are made of magic. Right? We are made of miracles. But sometimes we just, you know, get caught up in living life and chopping wood and, you know, everyone's all impressed that, whoa, I can play the violin and I can speak all these languages and I can do these fancy things. Right? But that's not even our greatness. Right? The greatness isn't that I have these cool talents. The greatness is me in my essence. Who I am in my essence is I'm made of precious stones. Who I am in my essence is I'm the son of the king, right? And I came on a journey to get here. And I have greatness within me. And sometimes that greatness isn't going to show up until I have an enemy who comes and tries to, to curse me, right? Sometimes that greatness isn't going to show up until I face serious ad uh, uh, adversity, right? And it might look like I'm this total, you know, what is leprosy, your skin's melting off, and it's, it's terrible, right? People, people are walking around with their, their faces peeled off, and their skin is, you know, rotten on their bones, right? But it's through that process that I find out, not that I'm special because I have talents or abilities or, or that I'm some kind of wunderkind, right? I find out, I go through this adversity, and I find out that I, within myself, who I am, what I am, is magical and special and precious. So, yeah, yeah, so God willing, we can be Zoha to, to, to reveal our own precious stones, not be afraid of the, of the leprosy that, that this world puts on us, that the curses this world puts on us, to understand that these curses are there for a reason. And the reason is so that we can eventually see that the, the decrees of the Tzadikim are true, and that we are magical beings. And with that, have a wonderful day.